Welcome to episode 21 of the Pixel Power Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen, and today I should call this the Blue Hand episode because right before I started recording, I had a little mishap with our inkjet cartridge printer. I thought some of you would be interested to know that uh, the Cyan cartridge on the Epson Workforce printer decided to explode in my hand as I extracted it from the printer and so now I am doing the whole show in blue hands. It's uh, quite entertaining. Uh, I look a bit like a Smurf on one hand and a bit like a even more faded Smurf on the other hand. But despite that, the show must go on and we have a really good show today. We're gonna be talking about Linux on Chrome OS. Had a request from a listener, hey, could we talk about Linux on Chrome OS? And one of the things I decided to do was break this into a four part series. So this is part one of a four-part series on Linux on Chrome OS. So thank you, Terry, for the recommendation. Let me talk about why I'm making this four parts. I really wanna keep these shows under 20 minutes. That last episode on Google Sites was a marathon session. We don't need any more of those. We need to shorten the length of these episodes. So I'm gonna do my best to do that. I'll try and get back to that original goal of 20 minutes or so for each episode. Wanna let you know that listenership is actually going down. I, I, and this is one of the reasons I'm thinking maybe we need to get a change. I, I do think the episodes got a little lengthy. So again, bringing those back to 20 minutes, hopefully the listenership will start to rise again. I actually was considering a twice a month schedule, decided against that for now. We'll see how it goes, but I will try and uh, pop out an episode a week, especially since we have this four-part episode on Linux on Chrome OS. In the meantime, what segments do you like? Should I keep the news? Should I get rid of the news? Is the addendum just a waste of time? Love to hear your thoughts. Join and share your thoughts at the Pixel Power Podcast Google Groups or send me an email at Stephen at Pixel Power Podcast and let me know what you think. Now, let's roll into this week's shortened addendum. First of all, I mentioned that casting content from Google Home to NVIDIA Shield had been broken. Uh, That's the feature where you say, hey, assistant, play HGTV on like bedroom TV and it would just start playing. I mentioned the previous episodes that uh, that was not working. It is now working again. Worked great for me. So you can perform that function now if you'd like to do that. Also wanted to send a thanks to listener Terry for the tweet that he sent me. And it was to an article that reminds us that we don't have to use Google Cloud Print to send print jobs from our Pixelbook Chrome OS device to a printer. You can actually now set that up on your local network without setting up Google Cloud Print. As long as your device is on the same local network, you should be able to reach out and attach to that printer. So give that a shot if you've been struggling with some print problems or you just didn't want to pass your documents through the Google Cloud to print. That should be working. Thanks, Terry, for that tweet. I appreciate that. I also had a chance this week to upgrade a few older machines from Ubuntu 19.04, or I should say upgrade to 19.04 from 18.10. It was a pretty smooth process. I had one hiccup on a couple of machines, but I will say that Ubuntu 19.04 is a big performance improvement over 18.10. So if you've got a machine that has some older specs, never fear, upgrade to the latest version. I think you'll find that your computer is actually uh, more responsive and, and working faster. Still waiting on my Roku 9.1 upgrade that I talked about last episode, so I still don't have single sign-on for applications, and I just had this past week where I wished I had had that feature, so still waiting on that Roku. Please push 9.1 to my machine. Hey, uh, many of you know I'm a Lego fan. I used to have a Lego podcast that was 
relatively popular, more popular than this podcast, actually. But I did decide to surprise my wife for Easter with a Lego Ideas Flintstones building kit. She kind of hinted that she wanted it uh, back around Christmas time. So I snagged one of those and uh, surprised her with that. It's a whole bunch of fun. She's really looking forward to putting that together. Hey, I have a free gift for you. First 10 people who share an episode with the hashtag Pixel Power Podcast, I would like to send you a little thank you. It's just a little something. I'm not going to tell you what it is right now, but if you're out there and you would like me to send that to you, simply share an episode from the Pixel Power Podcast that you found useful. Again, hashtag Pixel Power Podcast all together, single word with a single hashtag at the front, of course. And then I will select the first 10 I find by date. I will contact you and ask you to send me your address and I'll be sending you a little envelope. So yes, it's not a Pixel device. It does fit in an envelope, but hopefully you'll have some fun with it. Now that completes the addendum. Let's talk about Linux on our Pixelbook or Chrome OS device. Again, this is a four-part series. Part one today, we're going to be dealing with the installation and a review of the virtual machine that uh, we use to run Linux applications. In part two, we're actually going to go and learn how to install Linux applications. It's not as straightforward as you might think. It's definitely not as easy as it is to install applications on Chrome OS. So we will talk about that. Part three is gonna be all about file management and hardware devices. The file management stuff is actually pretty cool. I've actually learned a few things that really helped me drive my productivity forward. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. And then in part four, we are really going to dig deep and I am going to teach you Linux terminal commands. I actually do this for a course I teach at the college and uh, I'm excited to share those with you. So between this, Part one through part four, you should have a good grasp of what Linux can bring to a Chrome OS device and how to add additional applications to increase your productivity. But again, part one today is all about installation and the virtual machine. What does that mean? So the first thing you may be saying is, hey, Stephen, why do I actually want to add Linux to my Chrome OS device? Well, you probably want to learn a little bit more about Linux. After all, Chrome OS is a Linux kernel-based operating system. So this will allow you to learn more about Chrome OS itself just by installing this Linux virtual machine. The other cool thing about it is you're gonna learn how to, especially in part four, run some really cool applications and run some commands using what we call the terminal. This shouldn't be a surprise for some of you to hear the term terminal. Some of you already probably have this knowledge. For those of you that don't, don't worry. We will come back and talk about that. As a matter of fact, we're gonna learn about the terminal a little bit today. The other reason you may wanna do it is you just need to install an app to get more productivity out of your Pixelbook. There is a whole Microsoft Office suite called LibreOffice that will give you all of the features and powers of Microsoft Office if you want that type of thing and Google Docs isn't just doing it for you. But that's just one application. There are lots of applications. Another reason you might want to do this now is that it is a sanctioned thing that Google will allow you to do. It's actually in beta right now. Before you had to do some hacky, wacky stuff to get Linux on your Chrome OS device and we'll talk about that in just a minute. So I've learned so much in preparation of this show that I'm, I'm really anxious to share. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the show notes. Everything I'm going to talk about, as always, is in the show notes. The show notes are even more valuable for this episode because I do have lots of screenshots. I do have terminal commands. 
already typed out for you. Uh, I think they're a pretty good uh, show notes for you to follow along with. And I also want to remind you that the comments feature is open on the show notes. If you would like to add something, recommend this something, just go ahead and add it in there. Don't worry, you're not going to mess it up for everybody else. We'll see those comments and I can either integrate them or I can resolve them and just say, mm, maybe that's not what we want right here, but maybe I'll do that later. So remember to visit those show notes. Show notes are at www.pixelpowerpodcast.com slash episodes slash 0021 for this episode. So you may be saying, hey, uh, is my Chrome OS device compatible with the new Linux beta? If you are a Pixelbook owner, you're good to go. Pixelbooks are the perfect platform and usually receive support for these wild beta things early. So you should not have a problem. If you're not sure, I do have a link in the show notes that will list all of the Chrome OS Linux or all the Chrome OS devices that support Linux currently. So go take a look at that before you dive in. If not, if it doesn't support it, you're just not going to find the option to turn it on. So that should be an issue. Sometimes you need to move up a channel. Maybe if you haven't upgraded in a while, it may not be there. So hopefully you're keeping your OS installation upgraded so it will show up. Let's talk about installing the Linux beta for Chrome OS. I am actually on version 74, which is the beta channel. Version 73 also supports this. There may be some features in the next couple of episodes that are not yet available in 73, but it will be coming soon, so just hang in there. Again, I'm on OS version 74, the beta channel and uh, activating Linux is so easy and it only takes a few steps. First, I recommend that you just tap the search key and you know where that is. It's in the uh, middle left-hand corner of your keyboard. Then type settings and the settings window will display and I have a picture of that uh, in the show notes so that you can follow along. The other cool thing that I tried while doing this, and I just wanna make you aware of this, you can also use the Google Assistant key on the Pixelbook or any Chrome OS device that has that key. Type search for settings and that will also bring up the settings window. So you can use either the search or the Google Assistant key. I just think that's kind of cool. The other thing to remember is we're, we're going to install Linux on our Chrome OS device, our Pixelbook. It's important to note that you can actually remove it later if you don't like it, and you don't have to resort to a power wash. So have some fun, play with this. Even if you don't like Linux after a while, you can turn that off clean that back out of there and you won't have to do a power wash so it won't be a fresh restart. So now we talked about bringing up the settings. Once you're in the settings screen, you wanna search in the settings area. So you're gonna type Linux in the little search area at the top of the settings screens and that should take you to the Linux beta area that I have displayed in the show notes, but you'll find that as you go. When you get there, you're actually going to find a little button. It's gonna say Linux apps, Linux beta, and then you're gonna see a little button that says turn on. And what that means is we are going to turn on the Linux beta support for that device. Once you click that button, you are going to get another window that says set up Linux beta on your Chromebook. Then you're gonna find two little buttons in the lower right hand corner. One says install, one says cancel, of course we want to install, so hit that button. Now this could take a while depending on your machine and specifically dependent upon your internet connectivity. It could take uh, anywhere from five to 10 minutes. It didn't take me too long. I have a really good strong internet connection, but it should be pretty easy for you. Now, once the process is complete, and, and, and maybe you wanna get some tea while you're doing this, that'd be, that'd be good. Come back with a, with a cup of tea, hot cup of tea, and once it's complete, you should have a terminal window 
uh, it'll be a new black window and you'll have a new terminal icon on your shelf. Again, both of those images are in the show notes. So if you want to verify and see that you have what you're supposed to have, you can review the show notes for that. It's really simple. When you get the terminal, it may look a little scary, especially if you've never seen a terminal before. If you are a terminal person and you've used the terminal, you're getting pretty excited right now because you've just opened up the, the Linux terminal environment to your Chrome OS device. It's pretty cool. Again, this is a safe, it's a simple process. You need to know that Linux runs in a sandbox, which is a, a very restricted environment. What it does is running in this sandbox, by running this virtual machine in the sandbox, it protects your device from other applications. Other applications could be malicious. So if something were to happen, grab a hold of that virtual machine and corrupt it, you can get rid of that virtual machine and it's not gonna mess up the rest of your your uh, your Chrome OS device or propagate whatever that issue is across the rest of your OS. So it is pretty safe. This process is actually a whole lot easier than another process I used, which was the Chromium OS Universal Truth environment or Crute environment, I guess I should say, and uh, formerly known as Crouton. If you would like to install like a full on Linux OS install, you can use Crouton to do that. I have a link in the show notes and I did that for years, I guess a couple of years, and it lets you actually throw Ubuntu on there or uh, throw Debian on there, a complete version. It's a little different than what we're talking about here. It's a lot more hacky. It's a lot more complicated. I had a lot of problems with it. I personally have been fine using the new Linux beta version for Chrome OS, but I do have a link if you want to explore that. I will not talk about that here because I don't think that's the way forward. The way forward is this sanctioned Google version. So we're gonna stick with that. One word of warning, remember Linux on Chrome OS is still in beta. You should expect some bugs and there may be some limitations when we get started. And we're gonna talk about those in future episodes because there are some serious limitations right now, but every update Linux support gets better. So dive in and let's have fun together. Let's talk about the virtual machine. If you're familiar with Linux, the terminal is your friend, as I mentioned earlier. If not, let's take a quick look at a few commands to configure the virtual machine and make sure that you have everything updated and installed. The first thing that you'll notice is that you'll see in the terminal a prompt. In my case, the prompt is Stephen Combs at penguin colon tilde dollar sign. That's a heck of a prompt, right? So I do break down the prompt and what each piece of those means in the show notes. Quickly, Stephen Combs is the account holder. That's me. That's my username. The at penguin is the virtual machine name. Tux the penguin is the Linux mascot. In case people aren't familiar with that, I do have a little history link on that. The tilde is the current directory that you're in. In this case, the tilde uh, is, or it is a tilde, I guess I should say, and that means you're in the user's home directory. So I'm looking at my home directory. As we change in directories, that will change. And then there is a dollar sign, which specifies that you're running as a non-root user. That's a good thing for security. So non-root user is a good thing. There are ways to run as root uh, as a root user, and that means that you could get pretty complicated and you can mess up your system. But we'll talk about how to control that a little bit later. Let's run our first command. So I've got this command in the show notes. And what it is, is we want to find out what version of Linux we're now running in this virtual machine that Google has provided us access to. The command is very simple. It's LSB underscore release. And so that's the land Linux standard base or LSB underscore release. And then we're gonna put a space. We're gonna follow that with a dash A. The dash A means all. When you hit that, that's going to actually give you some information in the terminal. 
And um, after you type that, hit the enter key, you'll get a list and the list will tell you that we are now in this virtual machine running Debian. It's Debian uh, Linux uh, version 9.8, which, uh, which the code name is called Stretch. And we even breaks that down, says release 9.8 and release Stretch. So you can actually go online, look at the Debian homepage, and you can read all about which version you're using. What I really like about this is the Debian version installed on the Pixelbook is 9.8. That's actually the latest version. And that's the latest version current as of this recording, which is April 21st, 2019. So it is keeping the latest version of Debian updated on our devices. I really like that. That is excellent. So enjoy having that continue. By the way, if you have never used Linux in the past, congratulations, you have just issued your first Linux terminal command. And it wasn't that bad, was it? And as a matter of fact, in part four of the series, we're gonna be issuing all kinds of terminal commands. We're gonna have a whole lot of fun, so you're gonna to wanna to come back in a couple episodes. But we still have some configurating, configurating, is that a word? We still have some configuration of the virtual environment we need to do. The first thing we wanna do, and really the only thing we wanna to do today and wind this portion of our episode up, we want to, while I mentioned we have the latest version of Debian on there, there are bits and pieces of Debian, some packages, some software built into Debian that may or may not be up to date when you create your virtual machine. Generally, there's an update almost every day. It seems like there's some kind of update, but it's very easy to ensure you have the latest updates with a simple terminal command. I do have, the, again, this in the show notes. The command is sudo, S-U-D-O, space, and then apt, A-P-T, space, update. You're going to type that you could copy that from the show notes and paste it, but I recommend you just type that and start getting that into your muscle memory because if you're gonna learn how to use the terminal with me, we need you to understand these commands and just type them. So type that in there. And what you're gonna find after you hit the enter key or the return key is that the terminal will actually display a list of repositories that it is polling to see if you have the latest version of the software on your Chrome OS device. It's a pretty slick process and it works really well to keep your software updated. And we'll be talking about that more in the future, especially in episode four, where we learn how to install software and make sure that that software is up to date. It's a little bit different than what you're normally used to for Chrome OS, in that you actually have to request the updates. They're not automatically pushed to your computer. Once you've done the comparison, we're not done yet. The sudo apt update command does not update the software. It just updates the listing of the repositories and the comparison. In order to upgrade, we're gonna use a different command and that is sudo space apt space dist dash upgrade. That's D-I-S-T dash, not an underscore, dash upgrade. That's the command that will actually go through and look at that comparison and say, hey, you have 15 apps that need to be updated, do you wanna update them? You're gonna run that command, say yes, and then it will start to update those applications. So you, you do need to issue a second command. However, I do have a tip in the show notes. You can do both the sudo apt update and the sudo apt dist upgrade by simply putting two ampersands in between the two commands. So all of that's listed in the show notes. You can go take a look at that. I don't like to do that because that will actually just run through the process and update. I actually like to run them separately because I like to see that list of what is going to get updated. I'd like to review it and just know what new software is being updated. That way I can go in and look at features. 
Once you have everything updated, there's really not much more I want you to do today. I do recommend that you go search Google for Debian terminal commands and, and learn what commands are available so that you can start to have some fun. Don't worry about playing with them. You're not gonna break anything or you shouldn't break anything. And remember, even if you do, we can turn it off and turn it back on. And again, I'll share some important commands in part four of this series. But if you want to learn more about Linux commands, I highly recommend a book, and I do have the link in the show notes. It's an awesome read. It's one that I really like. It's called The Linux Command Line, A Complete Introduction. It's by William E. Schatz, Jr., and it's a book by publisher No Starch, who's one of my favorite publishers ever, and it's just a great book. So check out the show notes. You can get it for around $20, and it is uh, would be really good for you to have on your desk as you're learning Linux. That concludes part one of this four-part series on using Linux beta on the Chromebook. Why don't you go ahead and close the terminal right now, and you can do that by simply clicking the X in the upper right-hand corner, or better yet, why not use the terminal command or use a terminal command to close the terminal? You know what it is? It's simply exit. Type in exit and the terminal will go away. You do have homework. If you're gonna be following along, I do want you within the next week to install and configure Linux on your Chrome OS device, run through the show notes, and I want you to come back next week and we're gonna learn all about file management and how we can use different hardware devices and what some of those limitations are. Let's finish episode 21 with my favorite news of the week. We've got a about uh, 13 items here. First of all, the Chrome browser is bringing the Android distraction-free reader mode to the desktop. That'll be a welcome addition to get rid of all those ads and all that stuff on the side. So looking forward to that. Google Assistant is now in your car, not via your phone. But I mentioned uh, a while back in the news of the week that Anchor had just released the row of Bolt. That is now on sale and allows you to charge and talk to your charger at the same time via the Google Assistant. So that could be a handy addition to your travels. Google Assistant in the Insignia device. Some of you may know Insignia had this, this little device. It was pretty inexpensive. You could usually find it for about 35, 20 bucks uh, during the Black Friday sales. There's a little kind of cube looking thing and it actually had a blue LED clock that would also display the temperature. That has been discontinued. So I'm sorry to hear that. That was just another Google Assistant that had a little display that was kind of cool. That's no longer available, unfortunately. Uh, the reviews on that were kind of mixed. Some people liked it, some people didn't. You may have one. Hey, if you did have one, let me know. I'd love to know if you uh, enjoy that device. Maybe Insignia will come out with another one. Google Camera version 6.2 adds kiss detection to the photo booth mode. If you're not familiar, your camera, you can put it in photo booth, photo booth mode, and what will happen is when you smile, it takes a picture. Well, now if your kiss, if you blow a kiss to your camera, it will also take a picture. So kiss detection is here. I know you've been waiting for it. I have not. Google Chromebook offers. You need to check this quickly. I was able to snag uh, Incredible Pro Concepts and note shelf Android apps. These are all sketching types of apps and drawing apps. They work phenomenally well with your Chrome pen. So go snag those while they're free. A couple of them, uh, I think Concepts is actually like a $7 app, but uh, you can get those for free. So you can get that. I've got the link in the show notes, how to view your offers if you don't remember how to do that. Google Home is now working with Philips Hue Smart Lights and giving us what is known as a gentle sleep and wake integration. And that means that as you wake up, your lights will start to glow to, get, to wake you up. So that's kind of a neat feature. Google Maps now automatically suggests pasting addresses from your clipboard. You're on a page, 
You copy the address, it'll automatically say, hey, do you want to pop that into Google Maps? Uh, because I noticed that's on your clipboard. That's a good feature that'll uh, streamline that process a little bit. Google Pay will automatically import tickets and loyalty cards from your Gmail inbox. That's a handy feature. Google Photos, once again, will identify which photos have been backed up to the cloud and which haven't. Some of you may remember that that was a feature a while ago. It was removed. Well, now it's back so that you can verify which photos are now in the cloud and then you can get rid of them on your phone. Google Retail. Yes, there's this whole Google Retail. They are not going to open a store in Chicago as planned. So no Google store in Chicago. Sorry, Chicago. Sorry, daughter of mine who lives in Chicago. No Google Retail store. Would not be complete if I didn't talk about material design. Google Opinion Rewards is getting the material design treatment. By the way, if you don't have Google Opinion uh, Rewards on your phone, you really need to do this. You are missing some money. If you don't mind giving up a little information about yourself, you can earn a lot of money based on visits, based on some data, and you don't have to answer every single reward survey either. If there's one survey reward quiz that you don't like, don't answer it and just wait for the next one. But it's a great way for you to earn a little money. I've probably earned probably 40 or 50 bucks in the Google store and you can use it for apps, movies, whatever you want. It's actually a, a great little tip for you. So that's Google Opinion Rewards. Again, the whole point of this was it's getting material design, but go out there and make some money. In the why haven't they always done it this way, our Pixel phones are going to start getting system updates through the Google Play Store, which seems to make a whole lot of sense instead of getting those big packaged updates once a month. They can start to push out those updates through the Google Play Store. I think it's a great thing to do. And finally, if you're into Playground Augmented Reality or Playground AR and you're into Marvel, you can now have augmented reality sessions with Captain Marvel, Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy, and other Avengers in-game characters. So look forward to those AR stickers, which should be coming to your phone. You should see the updates in the Google Play Store. And that concludes my favorite news of the week. And that concludes episode 21 of the Pixel Power Podcast. We will see you next week for part two of Linux on Chrome OS. Part two, again, will be on Linux applications and installations. We will talk to you then. Hey everyone, this is the same part of the show I do every week and it's going to sound exactly the same for a couple of weeks, but I want to talk about how you can connect with me online. Of course, you can go to the website at www.pixelpowerpodcast.com. You can send me an email at steven at pixelpowerpodcast.com and you can also interact with me on the Pixel Power Podcast Google groups. You will need to request access, but I turn those around generally 24 to 48 hours. You can also find the Pixel Power Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Simply do a search for a Pixel Power Podcast on any of those platforms. We should pop up. There is also a Pixel Power Podcast YouTube playlist where I am posting episodes for people to listen to on YouTube. And then finally, you're looking for the show notes. I know you love them because you're telling me you love them. They are at www.pixelpowerpodcast.com slash episode slash whichever episode you need. For instance, 0001, it is a four-digit code, so post in the four-digit code, add the leading zeros, you should be good to go. Also, if you'd like to interact with me, remember you can download the Anchor app from the Google Play Store, search the Pixel Power Podcast, 
And while listening to an episode or viewing the podcast profile, hit the message button where you can use your Pixel phone or other Android device and simply record a message that I can integrate into the show. As always, if you find something useful, share that on your favorite social media platform and add the hashtag Pixel Power Podcast so I can reach out and find those posts. 